Greetings and welcome to the Antithesis of Superwoman. I'm your host, also doubling as a recovering people pleaser and an encouragement coach, Von Fuller. And I am so excited that you're back with me as we progress on this journey of living our best lives without the cape. The title of this episode is A COVID Thanksgiving. All right, let's get into it, y'all. Again, welcome. Before we dive into today's topic, as always, I want to address a few things. Here are three important details I want to share with you guys. First, I am not a licensed therapist. I am solely a person who is passionate about encouraging people to live their best lives. Second, I am a Christian. I will share my personal experiences that will involve my beliefs. I'm not going to force my beliefs on you in this podcast. And third, I identify as a woman, hence the podcast name, and I'm surrounded by a lot of women. So a lot of my examples will be a woman. However, men, please know that I am fully aware that we have supermen out there as well. And if you're feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders, but feel like you can't express it because you have to maintain that strong and unshakable image, this podcast is for you. And remember, if you enjoy hearing encouraging tips to go from overwhelmed to overjoyed, join the encouragement fam. We're here with open arms, so remember to click subscribe, like, rate, and review. Okay, so now that we've gotten all the logistics out of the way, let's discuss a COVID Thanksgiving. First and foremost, I want to wish y'all a happy Thanksgiving week. I know this may not be exactly how you plan on spending it, but I'm happy as the antithesis, we know how to make the most out of any situation. For a lot of places, there have been restrictions on a holiday that's most known for bringing family together from your most immediate family members to your most distant. This is usually a time where everyone is welcome to come eat and laugh and joke and have fun and play spades or whatever you do during your family togetherness. Well, I want to say mostly everyone is invited because, you know, cousin Faye from Soul Food, she ain't welcome nowhere no more. So she blew that. If I'm being extremely honest, though, I don't think I celebrate the holiday in its truest form. And I don't know if it's just my family. I have a feeling that it's not. But the history of Thanksgiving is uh, not great. It seems to have been whitewashed, though, to make it palatable for us to accept and even celebrate annually. But real talk, if you look into the history of it, it was pretty terrible. Native Americans more recently have been speaking out against it publicly, saying that the day is not a day of celebration for them. It's actually a day of mourning for them. So I'm glad they're making their voices heard. I'm glad we're finally learning. I mean, I think most of us knew it wasn't all that the book said in school, but I'm glad that we're learning some more details about just how terrible the situation is. I would say was, but really it is because it impacted and changed the trajectory of Native Americans' future. Honestly, they introduced diseases, they lost their land, they overused available resources, and what started out as an agreement they thought would help protect them from a rival tribe 
actually ended in a war that devastated them as a society and left them with not a lot of power and agency over their own people, especially their own land. If Native Americans whose ancestors were involved aren't looking at this day as a day of celebration, why am I going to look at it as a day of celebration? So I don't necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving in its truest form. I celebrate Thanks Day as a day for, well, first of all, it's a day I have off of work. <laughs> but it's a day that I have off of work to be able to spend time with my family, to enjoy, to commune, to catch up, to just really enjoy each other's company and think about all the things we can be grateful for throughout the year. So it's really a good time for me. Plus, I love fall. Fall is my favorite season of the year. And I think it's just a perfect time to spend with family. I call it Thanksgiving instead of Thanksgiving. Just a small twist to continuously remind me what that day is for. And for me, it's just a day to be thankful for everything in my life. But as we know, 2020 did not come here to play with us. And it's been throwing us right hooks, left hooks, jabs, uppercuts. It's... It did not come to play, okay? This is the Mike Tyson of <laughs> the Mike Tyson of years, y'all. Done bit our ear off and everything. But anywho, thanks to 2020, we're not able to really come together in as large numbers as we're used to coming together on Thanksgiving. So states are actually telling families not to have anyone in your house that does not live in your house for Thanksgiving. And especially don't travel for it. And that's a major holiday shift. So hashtag thanks COVID. Some actually may be happy about it though. (laughs) I ain't gonna put out no names. And I ain't gonna throw nobody out there like that. Let's just say, I know there are some folks who are not upset that they can't go visit their family. They do not want to deal with the family drama this year. But you know, to each his own, because there are others who are really having a tough time with not being able to have that big family dinner like they're used to having. So for those who are sad about the restrictions, I get it. I understand. And I wish I could offer a solution for you. But unfortunately, this is 2020. This is how 2020 is doing things. So instead, what I wanted to do, instead of focusing on the restrictions and how sucky that is, I wanted to focus on the things that we can be grateful for this year in spite of COVID-19, or to make it interesting, things we're actually thankful for because of COVID-19. Now hear me out. I know that's a bold thing to say. COVID-19 has been tough in so many ways. It's been terrible, quite honestly. But for some, it's also proven to have its silver linings. And that's what I mean when I say thankful because of COVID. Because even though I don't like to speak for everyone or anyone who isn't me, I don't think there's anyone that will say they're happy about the destruction and loss that COVID-19 has brought them. But I know there are a lot of people that are still being blessed in this season. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's what I want to focus on. So... I'll share some of the things that I know have been a blessing for me. And feel free to comment on Instagram or Facebook or even contact me on the website, antithesisterswoman.com, to let me know what things you're thankful for that's happened either in spite of COVID or due to COVID. So let's jump right into some of the things that I'm thankful for, either in spite of or due to COVID. The first is me having an ability to work from home. I don't typically work from home. So this is definitely due to COVID. 
And maybe it's because I'm an only child, I'm not sure, but I'm just better able to work at home in my own environment by myself. Not having to get dressed, not having to carry bags, find parking, worry about pumping. Overall, just being able to have a comfortable and quiet environment. I work best in the quiet. So to be able to have a quiet environment that I'm comfortable in is wonderful. Plus, I can't beat the commute. I wake up, <laughs> I wash up, I start working. That's it. And it's a blessing. Truly, truly, truly a blessing. And I'm sending all my love and support to all those who are having to go into the office, who are having to go into their jobs, or go out into the field, who are really, honestly, you're putting yourself at higher risk. Or your jobs are putting you at higher risk because you're going out and being susceptible to more things, more people, more situations, even more surfaces. So please know that I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. And I'm sending you virtual hugs. And please know I'm not trying to boast or make it seem like my situation is better than anybody else's. I'm just saying exactly what I am thankful for. And working from home is definitely one of them. The second thing I'm grateful for that's also due to COVID is having the opportunity to homeschool my oldest child. So this was supposed to be her first year of school. She was starting kindergarten and COVID obviously had other plans, but it actually worked out better for her in the long run. And I'll explain why. So first, let me start off by saying I was a nervous wreck about her starting school pre-COVID. So this has nothing to do with COVID. I was just nervous about her starting school for a couple reasons. The first reason is that right now the world is very divisive and we've had our own personal experiences here locally that have made it extremely clear that there are some people that don't believe we belong here. Unfortunate, but true. Where we live, there's also a lack of diversity. So she wasn't going to see a lot of representation And that's not something that I necessarily thought would impact her ability to learn. But that is something that I was concerned about in this divisive world, how she would be looked at and how she would be treated. And since I'm not there to see everything, unfortunately, a lot of times adults take advantage of the situation of a fact that a kid is young and essentially they'll lie on kids. just point blank period they'll lie on kids and try to smooth things over and that was a concern of mine considering the time frame that we're living in right now the second issue that I had pre-COVID is that she's a good reader and the teachers informed me during her kindergarten prep class because we had her in prep classes I don't know why I can't talk we had her in prep classes before school was actually set to start and before COVID and During those prep classes, the teachers were like, oh, she's a really good reader. And I was like, yes, I thought that's what we were supposed to be doing when we brought them into kindergarten. And she was like, no, there are a lot of kids that come in at different levels. Some of them know how to read, some of them don't. And by the end of the school year, they'll just all be on the same track and ready for first grade. And I said, okay. So I said, that's fine. But what are some of the things that you'll be doing for those who already know how to read to make sure that they're staying challenged. And 
she didn't really give me an answer. She just kind of was like, uh, you know, like it'll work out type of situation. And that didn't really sit well with me because one of my concerns, kind of going back to number one, I'm concerned if my child is bored because um, she's not being challenged to learn something new, then she'll be labeled as a distraction instead of a child who's just bored and needs to be challenged with additional work. So that was also something that was a concern of mine pre-COVID. So once COVID happened, that just added to my concerns because now I'm thinking about germs, 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 germs. And let's be real, kids are germy anyway. When they're young, they're really germy. They don't understand boundaries. It's a whole thing. They touch surfaces. They touch things and they touch their face. And it's just like, so that's terrible. Kids, when they get older, are germy. For different reasons, <laughs> but they're germy. <laughs> so kids are germy. So COVID on top of regular germs, uh, I just, my brain, it couldn't compute. So I was really concerned. I was also concerned because they were talking about bringing kindergartners and first graders into the building and keeping the other students out. And I was like, why are y'all sacrificing kindergartners and first graders like that? I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me. So we were torn. Initially, we were going to remove her from the school district and enroll her in K12.com full-time. With the district being so unsure whether they were doing full-time enrollment, part-time enrollment, full-time virtual, they initially were saying that you could choose an option, and then they started changing it closer we got to the school year about they weren't sure what they were going to do. And with the COVID numbers just increasing in our area during that time, and I mean, it's still increasing now, but especially during that time, like two weeks before school was supposed to start, the numbers were increasing and you still weren't sure what you were going to do, but you were taking the option away from us as parents. That did not sit right to me. My mommy senses were tingling. So we decided to enroll her in K12.com. So I called the school and I was like, okay, I need this. I called the district. I said, I need this form because I want to remove her from the district so I can enroll her in K12.com. And then I actually learned about a program that they have within the school district. So they actually have a school that offers blended and full-time virtual options already pre-COVID which is great for me because that means you already have an established system, something that you're not going to be fumbling around on. So that made me feel better. So we actually moved her to the blended program. And bonus, the blended and a full-time virtual program actually utilized K12.com. So we were still going to be using the same system that we were using or that we intended on using anyway, if we would have removed her from the school district. So that worked out. That was a blessing for us because it means that she can stay in a district. It'll be easier once COVID ends and we get her back into her actual school that's zoned for us. Um, it'll be much easier to do that and just switching schools versus having to try to re-enroll her in the district. And this is probably getting into the weeds of it. This is probably a little bit too much, but so I'll move on from that. But I will say the second blessing was before she could start school in a blended program, she needed to get an assessment done to see where she was at level-wise, which they had to do for all the kids. So when she took the assessment, I was surprised to learn that she was actually reading at a fourth grade level. My baby, who wasn't even in kindergarten yet, was reading at a fifth, I mean, sorry, look, me adding grades. She was reading at a fourth grade level. 
And I was like, okay, hashtag proud mommy moment. Yes, okay. But really, that's all God. It was a blessing, blessing, blessing. But that's only because of this assessment. And this assessment wouldn't have happened if she didn't get enrolled into that blended program, which wouldn't have happened if COVID wouldn't have taken place. So this all leads back to me being thankful because of COVID now I know what level my daughter's at. We actually are able to enroll her at a first grade level for certain subjects and she's doing great. And now she's continually being challenged and she's continually learning, which to me is also confirmation that my little mommy senses that were tingling about them not having an answer for what she would be doing while they're teaching the other kids to read was true there would be issues so I'm very thankful that we're where we're at now that I'm able to hold school her even though it's a challenge because I'm still working full-time I'm absolutely in love with the fact that I get to spend this time with my child that I get to be the one that kind of introduce and usher her into her matriculation through school so it's a blessing I feel blessed to know that she's also home and that she's safe and so not only is she home and she's safe, but she's learning. And then I also get to see her curriculum in detail. I get to see what she's learning. And then I get to supplement what I think is, is good for her to also know. So I feel blessed and I don't take it for granted at all because I know there are a lot of parents that aren't able to do this. And I also know there are a lot of parents that wish they could, but can't. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this. And just thankful that she seems to be doing good and responding well to it. So that is my second thankful moment or thankful item, I guess I should say, due to COVID. Now, the third thing y'all don't judge me on is not as deep as <laughs> it's not as deep as the second one. But the third thing is virtual meetings. I'm sorry, but I love me some virtual meetings. My church is still doing virtual service and I love it. My sorority has been doing virtual meetings. Different organizations are doing virtual meetings, even work meetings being virtual. If I need to, I can turn the video off. I mean, it's just, it's a blessing. I love it. I love virtual meetings. I don't love it in the sense of I want to have 10 virtual meetings in one day, but I love the convenience that virtual meetings bring. And that is a flexibility convenience. It's a way to connect even though we're in a pandemic, it's still a way to connect. You have video options. And it's also a way to save time because you can be doing a video and or a video meeting, virtual meeting. And if they bring up something that if you were in the room with each other and they bring up something and you don't have that paper with you, then you're just going off of what they're saying. But if they bring up something during your virtual meeting and now you're like, okay, give me a minute. You could pull up your documents and you could pull it right up. Now it's not an issue of you just going off of what they're saying. And I'm a visual person, so I like to see things and double check and all that great stuff. So it's wonderful to be able to have that ability to reference things in real time. And can I say only dressing up from the top up? is amazing now I don't go as far as some of the other people that people have seen on videos that have gone viral where they just don't have on 
anything on the bottom or just the underwear that's that's not me but if I just have on jeans or if I have on my workout pants like yes I love it I'm sorry I I know I'm probably one of the few but I love virtual meetings (laughs) I'm just laughing because I feel like I can sense people rolling their eyes right now at that but I still love y'all Another thing I also appreciate because of COVID is that my husband is able to work from home. Now, that wasn't always the situation. He was going back and forth during COVID, having to go to the office as well. But now he is able to telework. And even though we still don't see each other that much because he stays in his area, I stay in my area. We're not in the same room or anything like that. We get to peek in and say hi here and there, but I'm still happy that he's able to work in an environment that he's comfortable in too. And as an immune compromised person myself, I'm also happy that I don't have to worry as much about him going into the office and then COVID potentially coming back into the house with him. So that's been a blessing. And also because I have the ability to telework, I can sleep a bit longer, which is always a blessing for me because sleep and I have an unhealthy relationship. I'm not going to lie. I need to do much better with my sleep. But this has actually helped me because it has helped me be able to not have to wake up as early. And I'm a night person versus a morning person. So there's beauty in that to me. Honorable mention too is thanks to the great commute that I mentioned a bit earlier, I love not having to pack a lunch or buy a lunch. Being able to just go downstairs for my lunch, okay, hallelujah, oof, that is a blessing. You want to talk about blessed and highly favored? Just go downstairs and grab some lunch, oof, Jesus. It's the little things. It is the little things. You don't realize it's the little things until you get older, but it's the little things. So those are just a few of the things that I am grateful for due to COVID-19 this year. And like I said, this isn't me giving COVID-19 a pass or minimizing its impact on the world. This is me just looking at the silver linings because I feel like we have to look for the silver linings in life if we're going to survive. So let me know what your silver linings are. Do you have anything that changed due to COVID-19 that you don't want to go back to normal? Let me know. Share with me. At the end of the day, I just want all of us to be able to appreciate the silver linings during these uncertain times and to remember that we always have at least one reason to be thankful Also, let me know, are y'all doing all the cooking that y'all normally do? If you guys are the one cooking, are you doing all the cooking that you normally do this Thanksgiving? Y'all pulling out the Shirley Caesar, got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. (laughs) Are y'all doing the works that y'all normally do? I know for some, this is a week-long preparation occasion. People start cooking on Sunday or Monday and then are finished cooking by Wednesday night or Thursday morning. I know my grandma used to cook um, on my dad's side. My grandma used to start doing some like baking stuff early in the week and then she would wake up at like three, four o'clock in the morning on Thursday morning and get the turkey ready. I'm like, that's dedication because I could never... (laughs) I remember thinking that as a kid, I could never. 
why why and as an adult i'm still like why nope (laughs) oh gosh for us we have already kind of been toning it down the past two to three years so we don't go big on desserts we don't go big on quite a few things actually and we just I mean, we still make a lot of food, but it's not like I need to start from Monday type food. So I'm blessed. We're not even doing turkey. We do salmon and Cornish hens. For me personally, though, in terms of Thanksgiving menus, it's all about the sides. It's not really about the meat like that. It's way more about the sides. That's what I enjoy. But anywho, I'm rambling. I hope y'all can forgive me. Give me grace because it's Thanksgiving week. So let's move on to our weekly segments, okay? Let's go to the encouragement challenge, the beacon of encouragement, and the encouragement quote. So your encouragement challenge this week is to just enjoy your time, especially if you have time off. Get creative to connect with your family and friends, whether that's Zoom or StreamYard or even Facebook Live, so y'all can connect with each other over the holiday, do something fun, like a contest to get everyone engaged and involved. So just enjoy the time. I hope you're able to take this time to do some reflection, to rest and recoup, and just really enjoy your present moments. Just be. Have a good time live it up all right next let's move on to the beacon of encouragement so the beacon of encouragement this week is my tribe so my tribe consists of both family members and friends and y'all know who you are and if you don't know then it's probably not you just saying love you but it's probably not and i just want to say i'm so thankful for my tribe all of them they're a blessing to me and with all they bless me with I only hope that I can take that, nurture it, and be a blessing to others. So thank you to my tribe. I love y'all. Remember, I accept Beacon of Encouragement nominations, y'all. A Beacon of Encouragement is anyone who has encouraged you in life. They deserve a spotlight. So you can send me an email. You can hit me up on Instagram. You can hit up my website. There's multiple ways to get in contact with me to send me your nominations. Y'all haven't been sending them to me, so I just keep giving you mine. But I want to make this a community-based thing. So feel free to send them in to me and give one of your loved ones a spotlight. Now on to the encouragement quote. This week, the encouragement quote is, Be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough by Oprah. Oprah is speaking facts, okay? And that's biblical too. Look it up. Be thankful for what you have. Be content because it's all about the heart. Thankfulness is really a heart thing. And if you're ungrateful and not thankful for things, then that shows where your heart is. So be thankful, y'all. And with that, I just want to thank all of you because I'm thankful for you joining me at episode 28. I'm also grateful that you are still rocking with me here as we grow in this journey of living our best lives without the cape. And I want to drive this point home, especially this week. I am truly, truly thankful for you. 
I don't just consider you listeners. I consider you my encouragement fam for real, for real. So please know that. As always, know that I do not take you for granted. If you enjoy spending time with me talking about a COVID thanks day, then join the encouragement fam. We're here with open arms. Like, subscribe, and follow on any platform where podcasts are found. Remember to rate and review five stars. Meet me back here next week for episode 29, y'all. You won't want to miss it. If you have Instagram, follow me at antithesis underscore of underscore superwoman. Check me out on Twitter at antithesis s and check out my website at antithesisofsuperwoman.com. Talk to you next week. And remember, no cape, no cap. Bye.